0: What is living in lockdown like? As the world tries to make sense of the coronavirus and South Africa's knee-deep in a government-initiated lockdown, we'll be hearing from different voices what they're up to and how they're handling living in the lockdown. He's one of the coolest people I know, and O'Neill Madumo is chilling under pressure during the lockdown. Let's find out in this edition of Living in Lockdown. You're in, in Joburg, right?
1: Yeah, I'm in Joburg.
0: How's it going, man? I haven't spoken to you in a while.
1: I know, I know. We always uh, we run into each other at the gym now and then.
0: Yeah, and how's that going for you? Because I, it's slightly annoying that I can't get to the gym just because I don't have any equipment around my house, and I've done everything with a kettlebell. You can do.
1: Look, I I I realized <laughs> during this lockdown that I don't have the discipline to be able to just do it at home. It's ridiculous. You really? look ridiculous. I I'm struggling with doing it at home. I've got a few things. That I can use, but it, it, it pulls everything out of me for me to be able to complete the full set.
0: A friend of mine sent me a picture of his mop and he's got, and he's got bottles of water. You know, those five liter bottles of water. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: On either side. And he says he has to be really careful to balance it very carefully to do like, (laughs) because if he, if he drops it, he's going to be covered in water and he's going to have to clean up the apartment and everything. So it's just a mess. So, all right. Are you locked down on your own?
1: Yes, I'm by myself. I, oof, I would kill somebody if I were to be with anyone. And I'm a horrible company as well. Are you? So, Yeah, I'd like to believe I'm a horrible company. So I'm by myself and it's going well.
0: But is that because you just do your own thing and you're quite self-reliant and you know, you don't need a lot of things going on?
1: You know what I've, I look I've never really been a an outgoing person and I know it's uh, contrary to my person, my personality or what I do I'm generally a homebody I I I am a bit of a hermit I prefer my time I like my downtime I spend way much too much time around myself so for me um when the lockdown was introduced there was more of a picnic I said give me 100 days and I'll take it on the chair. so in other words you you're ready for this i look i i can do this i do this anyway so the difference is that now um i'm obviously mindful of why i'm doing it and and i'm a and i'm a lot more alert than i would have been uh, ordinarily because now i'm trying to figure out what's really happening i'm trying to uh also sift through information that's at my disposal because you can imagine we're express, exposed to way more than an overwhelming amount of, mm. of information on a daily basis. So, yeah.
0: But in your work, I mean, when you're DJing, for example, <laughs> yeah. you're always surrounded by people, and, and I always had this impression that you were a social kind of a guy. Yeah, You obviously don't need that much stimulation, maybe because you, you do that stuff and you, you always have so many people around you. Are you missing that? Do you think that that world is ever going to come back, that world of, of parties and music and entertainment the way that it was? I mean, I spoke to a couple of musicians in the last while, Jay Something, Lo Yiso, and a number of others. And they've all said to me, they their gigs are canceled. There's nothing booked at all now. Yeah. The music business is going to be extremely difficult. I mean, Loy was basically saying he reckons it's going to be a hobby. It's going to be something people do for fun. Now you're not going to get paid for that.
1: No, look, it's going to be difficult for to, to monetize it or to convince people why they should be paying you for something that they can get from anywhere around the world. So look, for me, it's slightly different because, I sort of moved away from mainstream DJing way before Corona was even a thing. So even by the time I joined Cliff Central, I had already slowed down on doing what I would call mainstream eventing. I was uh, moving towards curating smaller spaces, very targeted and very specific audiences, because I felt like that spoke more to me. I was moving away from popular music. I I can do it. But I didn't derive as much joy out of it as I used to. And I suppose it's also, uh, you know, you outgrow these types of things. So um, I, I don't think we'll ever go back to any aspect of life. I don't think it will ever go back to where it was before Corona. I, I don't think so. And and and, and I think entertainment, um, I think we will find a way, the internet will find a way to replace what m- we might have lost in terms of how we we end up monetizing it. But I think this is the necessary shift for entertainment as well because we had reached a a point where it was stagnant. It it felt boring. It felt like such a chore. Uh, But I think this is as much a shift for us as it was when we were moving from vinyl to uh, cassette, from cassette to CD. There was an element of being denial when this was happening. And then we moved away from physical sales to now digital sales. There was still uh, apprehension on our part. So I think uh, what we are seeing, especially with the live streaming of music and DJing sets, I think that's just another wave that we are going to experience in the next coming months.
0: Yeah, I think that's a very wise and sensible approach to the whole thing. But are you, <clears throat> are you feeling like you're missing anything? Cause it sounds almost like you're the, person I, uh, most of us would envy during lockdown is there stuff you're missing is there stuff that you are getting used to not having around you
1: know you know you know the mind your, your mind is such an interesting uh, organ because i if i didn't know what i know now i probably would not miss anything but i think i'm rebellious to authority by nature hmm. so so the idea that I'm here, not necessarily by my own doing, but because I have no choice, I tend to think uh, fondly about uh, public spaces, the ability or the freedom to basically go to any other restaurant if I feel like I want to have a burger, to be able to do that. So I, I don't think my, my longing for for it is any more profound than anyone else's. I think I miss like them. Very minute and mundane things. It's 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 nothing hectic because I've made sure that my 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 place where I stay is 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 so comfortable, and also being somebody who's OCD,
0: yeah.
1: One of the things that my friends envy about me is that I always live my life as though we are about to go into a disaster. I have ridiculous amounts of alcohol. I always have piles of everything. So, so you so, didn't
0: need to go to the, the the shops and stockpile toilet paper.
1: I'm telling you, I'm only short of a bunker and a basement. That's the only thing missing. But <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. So, so yeah. So that's 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 my state of mind at the moment. Yeah.
0: Are you talking to people in Zim? You've got family and friends there, obviously. Are they? I mean, Zim in Botswana, Botan, yeah. um, and and are they are they concerned? Are they particularly worried? Is is COVID nineteen a thing in Botswana yet?
1: Look, it is. It is. It's it's a huge concern in Botswana. In fact, uh, Botswana, along with uh, their twenty eight day lockdown, uh, um, government has instituted a, a a state of emergency for six months which was obviously confusing to most people because they automatically assumed that meant that the lockdown was going to be for six months. Um, The concern is there for my family. I I, I also have the r- responsibility of trying to educate them on what it really means in the long run and also at the same time trying to calm them down without having to cause a panic. Why? Because... I'd like to believe I'm a lot more advanced. I mean, I, I stay in a, lot, in, a, in a country that's a lot more advanced in terms of just where we are in as far as the pandemic itself. So I, so I play that role of just ensuring that they know it's going to be okay, but just um, ensuring it as well that they, they're, they're cautious about uh, what they do. So it, it is a thing. It is a thing. We have had our fair share of mistakes, We, I mean, we've had members of parliament having to be put on special quarantine because somehow, even during the lockdown, they decided to do something as ridiculous as go and interact with people and even went to parliament. So that was quite an an embarrassing blemish for the country. But things are stabilizing. Botswana is really handling it really well. So far, they are managing uh, the pandemic well. Yeah.
0: And O'Neill, you've been interested in how many of your followers on social media have ended relationships during the lockdown. Why are you curious about people ending relationships?
1: You know what? That was the first thing that happened. I I have this unique way of of looking at life. And I've always imagined, and I'm such a skeptic, which is something I actually don't. I need to, to work on that. I'm such a skeptic. About um, uh, life in general, so I I I I I'm I'm a type of person who would look at two people and think to myself, it, it's not possible that these two people really love each other as much as they put on. I, I I'm that type of person, so when this happens, the first thing that comes to mind is Jesus. This is it. There is no way these people are going to wake up together <laughs> and sit next to each other. Listen, it's one thing to, <laughs> to live together. <laughs> I'm so passionate about this. It's one thing to live together and still have stuff to, to do. Like You go to work, you come back, you've got things to do. But when your movements are limited and you have to be with the same person and listen to their jokes over and over oh, again.
0: Man, you know, I'd, go, I'd go mad.
1: That can be easy.
0: No, horrible. That,
1: <laughs> that can't be easy. By the way, I'd like to just congratulate you on what you did with uh, with Neil deGrasse uh, Tyson. Man, what oh, an wow, interview.
0: Thanks. Thanks, man. Um, you are also trying to find out if there are any good excuses on how you can change locations. Have you found any? Uh,
1: no, I don't think there's any because, one first and foremost, it defeats the whole purpose of the extension. If you have to be to move from one place to another, you are heightening the, same, the very same thing that we are trying to avoid. So I don't think this necessarily, but it would have been interesting to hear um, what excuses people had, although no one really responded, and I understandably so, because there really isn't much. Um, and that also came from the, the fact that I had spoken to a couple of friends of mine who are worried about uh, the fact that they would want to change places because they may have made mistakes by either moving in with girlfriends or (laughs) family members. (laughs) So, yes.
0: Well, (laughs) if this virus doesn't end us all, you say, then home workout videos will get the job done. Are you sick of seeing that?
1: Oh, boy. Gee, how exhausting. And now the president of Uganda is even doing some. Can you imagine?
0: I saw that. Uh, uh, you're wearing Museveni, huh?
1: Yes. <laughs> He's running He's in a- his office in a tracksuit. <laughs> Big office. He's my guy now. I love him. He's replacement guy for <laughs> me. He's the guy for me. So He's ridiculous. But yeah, like, it, it, there's only so much of it you can consume. There's way too much of it out there, which is quite ridiculous. Mm. That's just what I think. But look, I, I, I'm also cautious not to come across as too judgmental because, look, people find different ways on, on how to cope. And I think sure. if this is one thing that we can do uh, in order to be able to deal with what's happening, so be it. It's, um, that's just my cynical self-talking. But I understand why people would do such things as well. Yeah.
0: And you have been doing um, your own sets online, right? You go, you're doing DJ sets yeah. live on Instagram, Periscope, and on Facebook.
1: Yes, yes, right. uh, I, I have been doing that. I was inspired by um, a, a, a DJ called D Nice. Well, I think majority of us were actually inspired by what he did. Uh, right at the beginning of the lockdown, he he did this, and it it had ridiculous amounts of participation from everyone to from Michelle Obama. The way on his stream, they really enjoyed what he did. So I decided to start with Facebook for. My Botswana audience, which took off swimmingly and surprisingly so, uh, I was even—I mean, within a week, we we're already getting um, uh, interest from corporates on 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 what oh, wow. they can do with us, F and B They're showing interest because they're also seeing future in this beyond the lockdown. I've also been doing Instagram; it's starting to pick up. I've decided to try and extend what I used to do with my podcast with my my radio life I'm trying to sort of model that for Instagram so that it's a continuation of the same content I used to I've been pushing uh, both on uh, um, as a DJ as well as an on-air personality so that's going well I'm enjoying that I look forward to that every evening
0: well dude we look forward to hearing from you and thank you very much for what you're doing to keep us sane during lockdown we will chat to you again soon cool o'neill
1: thank you g man listen once again thank you for the work that you're doing i really like i think in terms of packaging i place you guys above anyone else uh that's that's in the same space as you are so i actually can't wait to have a sit down with you once all of this is done and devise the way forward together
0: Beautiful. Can't wait for that. We'll do that soon. Thank you. All right, O'Neill.